Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin. That book will change your life. I shower every day now. Sometimes twice if I get sweaty. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you should think about subscribing. It saves time and your time is valuable. People love you and want that time. Thank you for listening to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. I love you, and I've I've always loved you. Today we have VA Bennett on the podcast. This is great because VA talks about something that happened very recently in his life, so he's kind of fresh off of it. So he's from that perspective. He's open, he's honest, he's vulnerable. It's all I ask for, it's all I want. Shows about the human condition, and we really see it in this episode. Love VA. Check him out. He's going to be in a movie called Campground the Requel. I'm going to put the trailer on our website so you can check it out. Put a face with a name, a name with a face. Also, I want to thank all of our guests for coming on, taking the time to come over to my apartment and do it. And be open and be honest. It's hard to do, especially if it's uh, if you just met me and I'm a stranger. I really, I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Let's do this with VA Bennett. Later. Yeah, man. I almost got more stuff like that, but like, uh... I'm not independently mobile right now, which was something I was thinking about that yeah. we can maybe talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's the... Explain that. Well, oh, God. Uh, I got... Okay, back in 2012, okay, I guess I'll start at the beginning of this story. Okay. Um, I worked a string of, I think, 36 days in a row between a couple different jobs. I was working at a restaurant, working at a bar. Okay. And then I was finally scheduled for my first off day in forever. Between all the different jobs? Between all of them. Okay. The next day, I was like, oh, nice, somebody go out and get tore up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going to the bar that I worked at at the time, and like... It was just shot, 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 shots, ridiculous stuff going on. Uh-huh. Uh, long story short, I um, ended up driving my car home, uh, even though people were like basically begging me not to. I kinda, you were like blacked out. Yeah. I mean, I remember like flashes of these incidents just because they're so pertinent to okay. what, what I've become now. Yeah. Uh, I was on my street and I ended up four houses down from where I live. Crashed my car. I fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Crashed my car into my one of my neighbor's fences, like into his fence. Okay. And it's like four in the morning, and he comes outside and he's like, "Antoine." That's the A N V A. Is Antoine, by the way. The so, what? Oh, that's your name. Yeah, Vincent Antoine. Okay, that's cool. VA. And he knows you. Yeah, he's known me for a while. All right. Wait, and you going to your parents' home? Was, um, this was at my grandparents', grandparents house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "You had a bit to drink." And I was like, "Uh." Clearly, I'm on your fence in my car. You're on? Are you? You've blasted through the fence. You're sitting in the car. Yeah, it's like, like the car. Like I fell asleep and I sorted off and like I basically was still going like full speed in those fence. So kind of like wedged it up. Yeah. So it's like a levee sort of. Yeah, and like even if I push the grass, it just spin the wheels at that point. Yeah. You just then you were sleeping. Yeah, and that's that's what woke me up. I woke up like, okay, this is bad. Okay, super bad. And like the noise, like is what brought him out of the house. Okay. And he's like, you know what? Like, don't worry about it. Like, um, we can get the insurance to fix the fence. Like, I'm not gonna call the cops or anything. Just maybe walk this off, and we'll talk about it in the morning. And I gave him my cell phone number, and I was like, all right, cool. Thank God. He told you to walk home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was four houses away. What did you do with the car? I left it there. And that's what screwed me. Okay. All right. <laughs> because uh, the next morning I get a call. Well, I say the next morning. It's probably like three hours after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seven in the morning I get a call from a number I didn't know. Is this Antoine? I'm like, yeah, that's, I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, well, you need to get your ass up here right now. Um, your car is blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, I know. And he told me not to worry. But he's like, no, get up here now. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, was that just, a cop? Yeah. Turns out it was a cop. Okay. So I walk back up there after I brush my teeth, like way too hard. And yeah, because you're still, yeah, you still hammered. Drunk. Still, you're like, still hammered. Oh my god, not <sighs> head pounding. 
ridiculous and okay. I, I felt terrible like i think i called my ex-girlfriend like right after it happened okay. i didn't know who else to talk to and i was like i i, I fucked up and she's like eh, okay i know yeah. that's why we broke up and i was right. like hey, yeah, goodbye <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. So, I, so i don't do this anymore I was yeah. like, all right cool but now she wasn't that like callous about it but anyway okay. i walked back up and the cop was like you, you want to explain to me what happened here and i was like ah, i fell asleep how do you know it was your car because it was definitely still on the fence and it's registered in, in my oh name. got it yeah. okay and then my, the neighbor's standing there, and I kind of, like, I give him a look, and he's like, oh, he's like, sorry, I, I didn't call them. The lady across right. the street saw the car on the fence. Yeah. And she was basically, like, she's the one that called the cops. Yeah. And that kind of boggles my mind, because I think back to that, and if she would have just minded her own damn business, <laughs> we would have taken care of it. Yeah. And it would have been fine. Not that, I'm not saying that I was right at all, but. There's so many different things that could have gone right yeah, for you but there's also a lot of things that could have gone way wrong worse. that weren't that lady you're right yeah you're right it could have been way worse even the cop and stuff he's like what if there was some kid on the street and you were just you know fell asleep or whatever yeah. like yeah okay i don't know why a kid be out at four in the morning but i understand the point at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah it always could be worse yeah could have been two kids and when it's funny because like i you know that bartender i was talking about earlier today right yeah uh, VA was hitting on a hot bartender. He was texting me earlier. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my life. All right, they're all caught up. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but she was actually just telling me a story about how she just got out of a DUI. Dude, Cincinnati people, you guys well, are animals. We are complete deviants. Yeah. Complete deviants. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> We're just a cesspool. Godless heathens, man. A Cincinnati cesspool, we should call it. Yeah. But she, was tell- and she, could tell- she told me some story about how she got out of something. That's not important, but it had to. She's smoking hot, and you can't okay. tell me that that didn't have like something to do with it. What? I, the fact is, like, I, people people treat her differently as a person. For one, she got out of it. You think because she's smoking hot? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think so. How did she get out of it? She talked to him, man. Talk yeah, she's talking. Like, he his final words to her was like, "You're lucky. I'm having a busy night." Oh, so she yeah, got be pulled careful. over, and yeah. then the cop and, lets and was, her drive? Yeah, she said she was already, like, she was at a parking lot she was about to park in. Yeah. I hope she might listen to this now. We just became Facebook friends. Huh. Hey, so, sorry if this offends you, but it's, I didn't say you Whatever, name. she got off easy. Yeah, yeah, you're Doesn't good. Doesn't matter. Yeah. She's you, a hot girl, she'll be fine. Yeah, you're hot, you don't have any anecdotal experiences. Yeah, yeah, she won't be on. But, like, if you want to go out sometime, we should definitely do that. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah, after me, yeah. yeah. After I screw it up, as I always yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, let me know when that happens. Joey is next. Yeah, I'll yeah. add her on FB. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'll, were we? I'll okay, select, so the yeah. hot girl yeah, is no, not, she's not, whatever. No, she's, she's not. She's, she got off. Yeah. Okay, so the cop, right? Yeah. They're like, well, I can still smell the alcohol in your breath. And I was like, well, actually, alcohol doesn't have a smell. You're thinking, Did you like, say that? No. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. I wanted I'm to drunk. say that. Yeah. I wanted to say something so stupid like that. But good thing I'm, you didn't. Oh, super good thing I didn't. Yeah. Because you're black. Yeah. Being yeah. black is the toughest. Yeah, uh, man. The, I don't recommend it to anyone all if right. you can avoid it. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Done good thus far. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they're like, well, you're under arrest, and they took me like to like the Indian Hill Police Station, uh-huh. and they um, like took like fingerprints, and they they asked me if I wanted to take a breathalyzer, and I was just trying to be compliant. Yeah. So I did it, and I maybe probably shouldn't have. You don't know what the right answer is to that. Uh, take well, it or not. Well, the, this is the thing, and what was spinning through my head is like nobody saw me driving. So there's no one to say that it was you driving the vehicle. Right. I was thinking I may have. S- probably still had a case here and i'm still not convinced that i didn't but i was just trying to do the right thing after i'd already done the exact wrong thing that's where you go that's where you went wrong yeah trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. trying to rectify you get walked on by everyone when like, you lie you gotta yeah. commit to that lie that's true i but I, I maybe if i had more time to think about it yeah besides no, the three totally hours forgivable yeah, yeah you're just, if i wasn't yeah. still drunk you'll lie next time yeah for sure <laughs> I'm now a liar, 100% all now the way. You know. I will never the turn you the truth. gets you nowhere. Nope. The truth will put you behind bars. That's right. Like it did you. That's right. Right at this point in the story. <laughs> well, not at this point. That's this is You're where, at the station. This is where it takes a turn for the bizarre. Okay. Um, they book me or whatever, and like they basically like give me like the ticket, and you know I get a court date, and they drop me off back home. Oh, you didn't have to like be in the jail? No, because at that point like, I'm not still drunk, and I wasn't driving. Oh, you're not okay. Got you know, it. So yeah, they, yeah. So I got. They gave me my court date. There's like, there's no reason to. Like, what are you gonna lock me up for at this point? Right. You know, Damage is done. Make me wait. Yeah. Know? So 
I get the court date and I don't know what I was thinking. I've never actually talked about this like completely out loud. So this is kind of therapeutic. Yeah, kind of yeah, like. yeah. Say it all. Yeah. I, I, I was scheduled to work on that day. And I asked a couple people if they could cover for me that, you know, I thought that I was calling in favors for. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. And so I just went to work on the court date. I didn't go. Oh, no way. Didn't even go. You didn't show. Oh, no, actually, let me backtrack. Because like I said, this was 2012. So it's not as crystal clear as it used to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did go to the first court date. Okay. okay. And I got a continuance. All right. Then I went to the second court date after that. Got another continuance. There's a third one where what I just said happened. What, and you thought, well, I've just, already been to two. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Yeah, Do you have a I, lawyer or anything? No, and I was then, thinking about trying to find a lawyer because like, that's when my brain started thinking about like what I was saying before. Like Nobody saw me driving. And I, like, oh, I, yeah, I yeah. brought the situation up to a couple people. They're like, well, that's bullshit because like, like how can they even like, you know, like, and you blew, you blew the next day. They're putting ideas. They didn't in, pull me out of a yeah. car. I walked up to them that's out of my true. house. That's true. You could have been just getting shit faced in your house. Yeah. And I could have said like, and I told them, like I said, I worked 36 days in a row. I was tired. Yeah. It's, and it's four in the morning. You can fall asleep behind a wheel and do the exact same damage that I did to that fence. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you'd been to these court dates and there was still like, they're talking about you and well, we the... hadn't even like gotten to like the trial part. What was it? It's just, just like, like they would call me up and they would tell me what the charges were. And they under, they asked if I want to enter a plea or okay. if so I just technicalities. But yeah, and... you can still ask for a continuance. And if, and if you, like I said, the first time they'll grant it to you, the second time they'll grant it to you, third time they probably wouldn't have. Okay. And I think I probably knew that in the back of my mind. Right. And I just wasn't prepared to face it because I really didn't know what was going to happen. Like I had a lot of shit going on at the time. So were you really, it was it less about not finding someone to cover your shift and more about, I don't want to, I'm probably, this is going to be bad. At the core of it. Yes. I probably, that I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Okay. So basically I let that go for three years. What do you mean? Like that just happened in 2012. Yeah. I just went on with my life like it didn't happen. You just thought it went away. I mean, I knew it didn't go away. I knew that it was looming. I knew that there was a warrant out for my arrest. Yeah. The entire time. And I just... just Are you serious? Yeah. So you knew the consequences. Oh, I knew the consequences. You're going to get arrested. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not... not, No. I don't want to. Come find me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very childish way to handle the situation, I think. But I mean, I'd never been in trouble ever. For yeah. anything. It's like, I'm not some like repeat offender or anything. Right. I still haven't driven a car except maybe like moving cars for people out of a driveway, you know. How'd you get here, by the way? Uber. You Ubered, okay. Yep. Nice. Okay. Thanks, Teresa. You're a great driver. Give her, did you give her five? No, I'm a black guy. I don't really tip. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 you t- I could definitely give her five. You don't have to. I know I, know I don't have to, and sometimes yeah. they won't let me, but that's what I do. Uber, you can't. No. Well, it's some that you can if you try. Really? Dude. No. Oh, there's another story for another. Remind me about Uber later. We can get to that. Okay, cool. This is good though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're you you just say whatever. I'm not Yeah, I was going around living this. life like none of it happened. I knew that it was going to catch up one day. I How knew. long did you go? Because was was there a while where you were really sweating it? Like any day now, I, someone's going to bust in and take me in? Absolutely. I was living my life in fear for three years. Yeah. Not knowing when the walls were going to come in, but I knew that they were. Yeah. I knew absolutely that they were. I just didn't know when or how. But uh, but at all, some point, you you there's there are there eventually comes a day where you're not really thinking about it. Yeah. You're well, like, well, I've gone. X amount of days and no one has arrested me. Right. It's so all it's like, over. Screw it. Like, I can just avoid this forever as long as I never drive again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you get pulled yeah, over. That's the whole thing. Yeah. But no, I didn't drive the whole time. I okay. kind of gave myself like a self-imposed driving ban at that point. Yeah, too risky. Yeah. And as far as a neighbor, uh, my insurance covered the fence almost instantaneously. It was fixed within a few days. The car insurance. Yeah. It's hmm. like a $500 fix. So he didn't care. You know? Okay. The only person damaged at this point was me. All right. So that's another reason, like, like if, if somebody was like breathing down my neck that wasn't a cop, then I probably would have done something to like to help fix that. But right. I, I took care of that. And the only other maybe person, that old lady that was like, old, hey, all, all she did was, pick was up justice served to that black dude yeah. that destroyed my neighbor's fence. <laughs> she didn't know I was black, but she probably assumed I was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was black. I'm going to call it in. That looks like a black man's car. <laughs> this 1993 Toyota Tercel. 
Oh, and that's a white boy car. Yeah, white yeah. F. She's had it. Yeah, she's had it out for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, the thing is, Madeira's a really small town. Oh, okay. Not a lot of news. So right. whenever you see something like that, you want to just jump on it. You're like, yeah. Like, you know, totally. I was the one that called about the car you saw oh, on the fence the other man. day. And, and then she probably she, went on making her souffle. Or, she you know, wanted to be interesting. Exactly. And she ruined your life. Mm-hmm. For the sake of a story. I hope you're happy, lady. I hope she's dead, but you can hope that. I hope she's... Yeah. I hope she's dead. I hope she died peacefully. Can we just compromise? Yeah. That's right. cool. I'm yeah. down. Okay. As long as she's gone. Dead, but like not suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're good people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like her. Yeah, That's no. the point. Yeah, screw her is the point. Okay, hey. so let's get to the... Where Do you ever forget about the fact that there's a warrant out for your arrest at any point? Oh, no. I'm, I, since then, it's it's been taken care of. Okay. Um, What happened was I was... Working at McLeavy's. Okay. One night. And my friend was just taking me home afterwards. And some cop was like flying by. And he like kind of like pulled over to let. It seemed like the cop wanted to like go by somewhere. He didn't have like any sirens on, but he was just like. Yeah, just speeding. zooming. Yeah. So like my friend pulled like to the side and like kind of. He wasn't, he wasn't drunk. He didn't, he didn't even drink that night. But he pulled over. Yeah, you know, he like swerved just to let the cop by. But then the cop just stayed behind us. And so we got pulled over. And then he asked for my ID. What? And that's when... Uh, he asked for both of your IDs. Yeah, which is rare. Like That's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he was up to something. And your friend hadn't been drinking or anything? No, 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 no. And he just kind of... All he did was... Was he pulled over for, like, driving too slow? Yeah, he I said guess. he was driving erratically because he said he swerved. And my friend, he said, he's like, the only reason I swerved is because you were just hot on my tail. Mm. And I thought you were in a hurry. So you that's just punked what, him out and yeah. drive a little... Right. Weird, and then he pulled him over. Right. Okay, that is weird, man. Yeah, so then they know. ran my ID, and then that's when he asked me to step out of the car, and I was like, oh, I'll tell you, I know where this is going. Yeah. And I was saying to my friend, I was like, well, I'm probably going to jail right now. He says, what are you talking about? I was like, don't worry about it. Like, just it's call this person, explain. and yeah, tell him, like, I might not be to work tomorrow, and whatever. Yeah. So they put me back in the car. He's like, do you realize you have a warrant out for your arrest for a DUI from, like, 2012? I was like, yeah, I was going to get that. Uh, yeah, care. I just never got around you to it. You owned up to it. Yeah, I mean, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say? And no, that's not me at all. Dude. You could have said, "Oh, I thought that was taken care of." I went to court. And <laughs> I've, I've lied before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was already in it at this point. So yeah, I was like, fair I, enough. Yeah, and that's when like I'm, so he put me in the back of his car, right? And he kind of just gave me a new date. He just like recited me for court. He's like, I'm not going to take you in or whatever. He's like, but for sure, go to this one or you're going to go to jail. Oh, really? Yeah. And that like, was it? Yeah. So my friend didn't get anything because he didn't do anything. All right. He swerved a little. He swerved because the cop made him swerve. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And you just got back in your friend's car? Yep. Yeah. And just went home. And then you showed up to your court date. Right? Then I showed up to my court date. All right. The next time. And when I get there, as soon as I get up, the judge is looking at like the like the paperwork. It's like continuance, continuance, and didn't show. He's like, well, I mean, obviously this isn't that important to you. He's like, we're keeping you tonight. And I was like, tight. He keeps the, wait, you go in for your date, and the judge says. He throws me in jail that night. Because he's pissed that you that, aren't taking the law seriously. Yeah. Okay. How was that? It was awesome. It was, uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, dude, I like learned no. a lot about stuff and, like, people. Yeah. Okay. I can sharpen anything into a shiv now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Skill. <laughs> <laughs> what did, uh, what, what was it? Uh, that, what, what happened? That's the worst experience of all time. I, I didn't even have to go through anything crazy, but it's just, there's a lot of waiting around when they're, like, first booking you. Yeah. And, like, they take you in and, like, you have to, like, like they, they are, like, searching you and, like, all this stuff. And then, like, you're sitting in this room with these other people who are also going in. And they're all pissed, too, because nobody wants to be there. And, like, I'm hearing, like, a bunch of stories from people that I do not care about. Yeah. I'm thinking just, like, oh, boy, I wish there was somebody I could at least relay this message to. You know, Wait, like, like some people, like a person you could kind of connect with? Well, no, something? no, no. Like somebody on the outside to get me out of there. Oh, because people don't know. No right. one knows you're in jail. Yeah, they knew I was going to court today, but I didn't think I was going to... I figured there was a shot of me going to jail. Like, I literally had dreams for those three years of being arrested almost every night. It was pure torture. Because it was so... Pure torture. What's the, what was the worst part? 
I mean, being in jail. Oh no, I mean, I'm, I had dreams like from 2012 to 2015. Oh, before you were yeah. arrested, you I was living was... in fear. So yeah. really, dude, so, yeah, dude, for three years. Three years. Did it? Did it ever? Did you ever think, man, I'm just gonna turn myself in and figure this out because this is like I can't live like this. Yeah, I definitely thought about it, but then I didn't have to after we got pulled over. So it was kind of was a, it kind of a relief? It kind of was really. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So hey. back in jail. Yeah, uh, I mean, nothing really, like, crazy happened. There's a lot of, like, waiting around. I met some heroin user who thought he was the best rapper of all time. Was he all right? Uh, he was all right. Not the best of all time. He, no, no, but he was, he definitely wasn't bad. Okay, yeah. And just some dude who was, was told me about how he was, like, living in the woods. And, like, and I don't know, he kept trying to, like, justify whatever it was that he did to me yeah he's like do you think that i'm wrong for thinking i'm like dude i don't give a fuck i don't care <laughs> i don't want to talk to you <laughs> Shut I just up. like yeah want to like, leave just, you're all right yeah like just... don't look at me or whatever <laughs> dude so yeah i finally got like to make a call and then i got bailed out like a day and a half after that okay so i wasn't in there like a super long time but, but a day and a half that's still a kind of a long time in a jail cell yeah what are you doing to kill the time nothing that's what sucks most about jail there's literally nothing to do yeah once they locked me in my room like overnight it was like maybe like nine o'clock and i had to stay there to like seven in the morning eight right. in the morning like that literally nothing to do like yeah. all you have there's a table no pens no pencils no nothing yeah there's just a table with nothing on it can't work on your material can't do anything yeah just a little window where I can see the Horseshoe Casino. Yeah. Oh, you're. Oh, I was down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the toilet. And that's it. Wow. And I wasn't tired because I hadn't been doing anything all day. I was Were like, you in I a cell just... with other people? No. Oh man. That is a total mindfuck. Like you. Is there a bed? Yeah, but it's not comfortable at all. Right. The blanket is paper thin. Yeah. And I don't even remember if there was a pillow or not. Yeah, it's just hell. Yeah. So, like, I didn't even know, like, what to do, like, to keep myself occupied. Because my brain races all the time, whether yeah. I'm in jail or anywhere else. Right. So, that was the hardest part for me. Like, I started, like, running in circles around the cell, just trying to, like, tire myself out so I can go to sleep. Yeah. It's like doing push-ups and shit just in case I had to kill someone. Yeah. You don't know, you don't know if the bail's going to go I through or not, yeah. right? And oh, so you <laughs> knew you were getting bailed out. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Okay. What was bail set at? Uh, For something like that. I had to go like through court like the this first part of the second day I was there, like not the full day, but like the you know the, the first part of the half day or whatever. Yeah. And uh, considering it was like a first time offense and what the actual charge was, right? Uh, it was like five hundred. Okay, not much. Yeah, not much at so, all. Yeah, definitely doable. Okay. But you still have to give somebody some time to get that together sometimes. Right. So they were definitely about it, and that's cool. Yeah, so I got out eventually. Made a call to Cooper's Hawk. I was hoping I could get to my shift. Dude, <laughs> that sucks so bad. Yeah, I'm so glad I don't work a shift, and I'm not. Yeah, like I don't have a warrant out for my arrest because <laughs> right. that would be the worst. You're like, you Tell get me out. About it. Well, you know what? You mm-hmm. probably working that shift probably didn't seem as bad after spending a night in jail yeah well i didn't even get to make it because it's just too late by the time i got out okay that's funny i just called i'm like hey uh i'm not gonna be able to make it in tonight like why is that i was like oh i mean i just walked out of the correctional facility right they literally laughed and like all right well we'll see you next shift yeah (laughs) you'd have to be understanding yeah like they weren't like mad about it but damn that sucked what came after that anything uh What'd you have to do? Well, then they gave me another date. They're like, no, for real, come to this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. So oh, and, oh, when I was in there, they assigned me a public defender. Okay. And so I went back again, and then he asked for another continuance because he had the same thought that I had. Oh, he was going to... Nobody saw you driving. But he's a public defender. That's what I didn't trust. I wouldn't either, but I don't I know anything. Exactly. Okay. I, yeah. So what do you what'd you do? He the way he phrased it was he's like, Listen, I think that I can beat this. Alright. Do you have any confidence in this guy? No. Did he seem like professional? He seems like a he's a freaking public defender. Lawyers are weasels to begin with, and if you're a lawyer you're for the system too. Okay. No. Got you it. Know? All right. And uh, he's like, I think I can beat this. And you know what? I think he could have. But the way he phrased it to me is what made me not trust him. He said, I think I can beat this, but if I don't, 
they might ding you. Okay. I said, what do you mean by ding me? Right. He's like, well, like there's six months on the shelf. So, and he said, if you would have had the judge that you were originally assigned three years ago, I think I could have beaten this easily. But now it's a new judge because that's how long it had been. Yeah. And he's like, if... If it doesn't go the way I want it to go, they could lock you up for six months. It could get way worse. And I was like, well, I definitely don't want that. I was like, so what can happen if we don't? He goes, well, I mean, like, there's a maximum penalty or minimum penalty of like three days in jail okay. and like some other fine. Goes, or there's this driver intervention program. And I was like, well, I don't want to potentially go back for six months. I have stuff to do. Like, I was just like. Uh, oh, not worth it. No. No. And then, okay, so, but alternatively, it's just like a, it's it's not much. Right, like three it's, days or, yeah. Yeah, and then you get a, you have DUI on your record. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Right. I mean, it sucks, but right. six months in jail, as, I mean, you spent one night and almost went crazy. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. even imagine. I mean, I got, probably would have gotten used to it, but I definitely wouldn't have enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So Never. I told him, it's like, yeah, just go ahead and plead guilty. I said, try for this driver intervention program thing. That sounds way better because that happens in a hotel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we go up for, to try the case. And he goes, you sure? He's like, I think we can beat it. I'm like, no. No. You, get lost. You, you sound like you're trying to screw me over here. Yeah. That's and, probably for the best, dude. Yeah. But then at, like right before we went up, like the state came over and gave him a counteroffer. They said, if we plead guilty, like I had like charges, like one charge was like for blowing way over. One was uh, failure to control, and one was OVI. Whoa. Wait, failure to control? Those are all separate Operating a vehicle while intoxicated was one charge. One was blown way over the limit, like a ridiculous amount that would have made it not a misdemeanor. Whoa. Like a felony. You were just... Shit, you were messed up. Like one yeah. six or something like that. Jeez, man. Uh, and uh, At the time, you blew. Yeah. Okay. And the other was failure to control. Okay. And they said they would drop... The uh, the excessive blood alcohol. Okay. They would drop the failure to control and just charge me with the OVI if I pled guilty. And he said that they would be fine doing the driver's intervention program instead of jail. Okay. So I was like, yep. That. Sounds do that. like a plan. Do that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that was that. Spent three days in a hotel. Yeah. Which actually wasn't that bad. You just had to basically sit through like alcohol classes all day. Yeah. And like at the, the last day, we like watched a movie, and they they catered like they gave you three meals a day, and it wasn't like bad ones. They put you up in the hotel. Yeah. Was um, a, how like was you that? You had to pay for it. Okay. It was fine, and like you could pay to either have like your own single occupancy, or you could have like one like roommate, or yeah. you could have two. Like if you had two, it was like five, like. 200 something okay if you had i'm sorry if you had three it was like two 200 something if you had two it was more expensive and if you were by yourself it was like 500 something yeah i was like well i've already had too much yeah you know so it's i just, just did been a, two and i got yeah. there first so there were two beds and there was a cot that they were in so i got like an actual bed and you, you i could bring my laptop i could bring my phone and all that stuff like i couldn't have them during the day i could keep them all in the room uh-huh so like i'm just like it's kind of a vacation yeah like you sort of yeah, like where you just learn about not yeah. being a shithead. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they like they make you go back to your room. There's people like who patrol the halls and make sure nobody like leaves. Okay. And the it really wasn't that bad. And that was the end of it. Yeah. How? What do you have to do now to get? Uh, your... Just it was six months probation, which like I'm getting off like right now. Okay. And How long not... ago was that? That was six months ago. Uh, I just when... don't. Uh, I forget the. Or your last like court date. Yeah, my last court date was like back in January, I believe. Back in January, okay. Yeah. Dang, dude. So yeah, they put me on six months, six months non-reporting probation. And so non-reporting is tight. Yeah, I don't have to say anything to anybody. I just had to pay like another two fifty a month or something like that. To, and you don't have, to have an officer or anything. Nope. Okay. And then that's it. Once I have that, I'll pay it off, and it'll be behind you. Yep. Nice man. How's it feel? <sighs> just to not worry about it. <laughs> It feels a lot better. I have real dreams again. Yeah. Like, I'd seriously, man, like, there's a three year period where every single, every single night, I was just paranoid and, like, I could feel it, like, affecting my health. And I was going, oh my just gosh, hammered, like, every night, which kind of still happens, but that's just, yeah, <laughs> that's unrelated. You get hammered to distract yourself from yeah. the fact that you could be arrested at any moment. Mm hmm. And I was Dang. like, I dated a couple girls in between all that. They knew nothing about it. 
Wow. There's going to be people who listen to this now and they're going to go, are you serious? Really? Yeah. They just had no idea that all this was going on? I think there's only like a couple people I've told this to. I figured this would be a good avenue to just... Dude, yeah. This is awesome, man. Yeah. This is... I mean, that's... Even... Even, I mean, this is like... I have a cat and I don't pay for the cat. I'm supposed to pay a bunch of money for the cat. (laughs) And... I'm always worried I'm going to get caught with the cat. <laughs> that gives me anxiety. <laughs> that's like, that's something I'm, that's kind of weighs on me. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't even, just when you were saying that you didn't show up to that third continuance. Yeah. Gave me, just made my heart sit weird in my chest. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. I know that I'm wired differently than a lot of people. And then, and then a lot of people. How so? I, I don't know. I just, I see things like, I don't want to say that I'm selfish because I don't think that that's the word. Explain it. I mean, I'm, I'm self-preserving, I guess. Yeah. And I want, like, I know that like there are like set ways that people do things and have like traditionally done things like over like the course of history that I just really don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Like even like in terms like of like law enforcement. Right. And um, I just figure, like, as long as I'm good to other people, then whatever I do should just be my business. And that's yeah. pretty much that. But, like, you can definitely get in it too deep, which I basically was for a second. But you weren't worried about the law and whatever sort yeah. of... It wasn't the law that was, like, making me, like, worried. Like, it was the thought of jail, you know? Right. And, like I said before, like, since I already fixed the neighbor's fence... Nobody you else. did right by the people you wronged. Right. And the law should just stay out of your business because everyone's cool now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but they have <laughs> to because you were... They you don't, know what I mean? No, they don't have to. That's what they have you believe. It's all a racket, man. Like I said, I, was, I did this, this DIP program, the driver's intervention program. Yeah. I had to wait like three months to even get in that because it was that full. And they have like classes all the time. There's like 50 people, 50 people, 50 people, 50 people. They're out looking for this. That's why it was the state's idea to send me there. They make so much money off of this stuff. And it's something that apparently happens a lot. What? People? Drunk driving. Okay. A lot. Right. And I'm not saying that makes it right. It's definitely not right. Right. It's not right at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm not opposed to them like, you know, cracking down on it. Yeah. But... Like in my scenario, though, once three years already passed and nobody else gave a shit. But, you know, I I think but at the same time, they're also I think part of um, like law and order in order to sound stupid in order to keep the order. Yeah, they have to make sure that V.A. Bennett gets his just deserves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But as opposed to some pretty chick. Who did? Who was doing the exact same uh, thing? We're talking about the pretty chick now. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, just as a matter of comparison, not okay. just her, but any pretty chick in the history of whatever that's ever gotten out of a ticket. Yeah, that's yeah. It, it's so subjective, and like, and it's not a perfect science, of course. But I mean, and cops can literally do whatever they want. Judges right. can literally do whatever they want, and it's crazy to have that amount of control over somebody's life. Not even just like about like my situation. I'm just talking kind of in general now. Yeah, I think your your situation it's it's a little more difficult to argue the point cuz you were so drunk. Yeah. I think that's what being drunk does. It makes it difficult to argue points. Yeah. If you I mean there's I I've heard I mean this is here this is second hand, but I've heard there's guys that have been arrested for DUIs for falling asleep in their car just yeah. with the keys in the car and they because just, they knew they were too drunk to drive and they just pulled over. Right. But Do you really think there's a there's a problem with that's that people are getting pulled over for drunk driving or order to make money? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I wouldn't call it a problem. Okay. I mean, I definitely see why it's an important thing. But I mean, I guess like just the volume that I was seeing and how easily you could either get dinged, as it was so politely put to me, or get away completely scot free. What do you mean? It's like the I'm just the duality of. I was facing six months in jail versus somebody else. The cop was just like, I'm busy. Get out of here. Okay. That's what bugs me. And like I said, if that lady would have never called, that lady, if she would have never called, I would have been away scot-free too, just with higher insurance. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm not saying that I'm right about anything. I just just stuff I think about. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could have gone your way. Yeah, but what uh, what lesson did you learn? Like, what for you? How are do you, what do you feel like now? You're a better person because of it. Like, what did you learn from the situation? Won't what won't you do again? Or maybe you're just kind of do you feel wronged? I definitely don't want to drink and drive again, but like I've definitely been in cars with people who have been since then too. So okay. I really don't know what's going to change. I feel that like as a, as a human, you kind of just do what you're going to do. Yeah. So I don't really think I learned anything. You don't think so? I, maybe. I feel like a different person now, but that's just three years of whatever. Yeah, I feel like life in general. I feel like I should definitely should just like take care of problems when they're most prevalent. I mean, I think that's just for peace of mind, which is more thing, yeah. important than anything, you know? Yeah, the peace of mind you got when you were finally, you know, caught. Yeah. It had was, to be. It was freeing. Yes, I think that's a huge lesson just to own up to. I mean, I don't want to even. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. own up to the fact that you have to do things. You have to take care of them. Yeah. And you know what? I should just say something to the my landlord about my cat. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to. No, get you but no. To a to a <laughs> like to a degree. It's the it's on a way smaller scale. It's the same thing. It's just yeah. like own up, do this is, don't live in a state of like you were in panic Perpetual just all the time. Panic. Just can't sleep, can't do anything. I think that's a lot of times. Couldn't I mean, even talk to cops. You know what I thought about a lot like what? during that whole stretch. Like, what if I needed a cop for something? Oh, you're helpless. Right, and then you like, can't. And they're yeah. like, oh well, who are you? And then they ask for my ID, and then boom, jail. Wow. Yeah. You're just the guy that can't interact with any sort of nope computer that a policeman would have access to. Right. You're a dead man. Right. Wow. Had to be a relief, dude. Yeah. That happens to so many. I mean, think about all the people, all the criminals that turn themselves in. Yeah. Said I'm tired of the running. <laughs> so is that the main lesson you learned? Like, well, you're not driving. Are you going to drive no. again? Or uh, yeah, eventually, I definitely won't drink and drive again. So I guess that is a lesson too. Really. Yeah. You're not going to touch it. Anymore. No, I, I don't want to even risk it anymore. And I, Uber is tight. Like, yeah. If Uber would have been around three years ago, yeah. I probably just would have called them. Right. Because I worked at that bar. I could have left my car there. Yeah. Yeah. And I did a lot of things way wrong. It's not the lady's fault. It's Uber's fault. <laughs> for Uber's, being late to the game. Uh, yep, you're right. I think it's Town Taxi's fault. I'm going to publicly shame them. I, I used to... Go for it. Like that whole three years, I was using them a lot, and they were just not reliable, like at all. Yeah. Like there'd be times where they told me they were going to come pick me up somewhere, and I'd literally be waiting like three, four hours. Town taxi. Yeah, and town taxi. Don't use them. Put them on blast. They dude. had a they had a couple uh, drivers who like I became cool with because like I said I wasn't driving anywhere. Right. So I was frequenting town taxi yeah. to the point where like when I I get like half a ring before they pick up. Right. Because they knew who it was, color ID, whatnot. So props, caller IDs, fuck town taxi. There that's, you go. That's a lesson for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, Uber, you can always tell like exactly where they are and when they're gonna be there. So, do you feel? Yeah, well, I guess you. So you won't even touch alcohol and drive a car. No. I'll definitely be touching alcohol, but um, you're not gonna get super drunk and drive. I like to think not. Uh, really? But I'm a human. It's prone to mistakes. Yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah, I think I, I think the reason you're okay. I think here's what I'll say. Your point about you you did you know, you made right all the wrongs. Everyone who was wrong was taken care of. I think the reason that you were arrested the only, the reason is it's because of the potential of what could have gone wrong. Yeah, that's that's, that's what the, the cop was saying. And it's the deterrent too, because even now, you know, you, I mean, we're all we all make mistakes, and even you know, you're you're self aware enough to know that in the future you could make a mistake again. And I think the reason that people have to go through the punishment for the things they've done is to deter them from doing it next time. Yeah, because I guarantee, if you would have ended up getting dinged, spending six months in jail. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you'd be a little less likely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those mistakes would be way less likely to occur. For sure. So I think that's why they want restitution. Yeah. For the things you've done. Yeah, this is me being angry about fucking my own life up. Okay. <laughs> Dude, 
isn't that that's everything isn't it yeah you know it's I, just everything it's just yeah i mean that's cool that you're aware of that you're like i'm still bitter yeah because my life sucked for a while and i'm still coming out of that yeah i think in a i mean you know in a couple of years it'll be water under the bridge and you'll be you'll have some perspective on it yeah i'm gonna come out better this is fresh yeah and especially like as a comic or whatever it's like any perspective is good perspective yeah so i've seen like a lot of different sides of a lot of different things yeah man so yeah, it overall I'm not gonna say it was a positive experience, but it's definitely a, a a memorable and pertinent one. Dude, we'll have you back on in uh in like a year. There we go. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, to see but like, how you feel. Is, if I can podcast from jail, I'm sure I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll be even more bitter. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be, visit you. I was driving two cars simultaneously. Oh my gosh, I'd be like, you're an animal. <laughs> Stay I in reckon... jail forever. <laughs> you're the worst guy. <laughs> Stay in jail forever, guard. Yeah, don't even. <laughs> no, I definitely don't want to go back there. And I definitely don't want to hurt anybody either. So Right, that's the that's the thing. Is, yeah, you yeah. don't want to hurt anyone. So Yeah, so what's, uh, what's the plan now? getting your life together and you know getting the car and what what did it change your direction in life like as comic or professionally or anything where you think like i got some like you said you kind of have that purpose again yeah it 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 opened me up just to be more free with basically whatever i want to do like now now i can talk to a cop if i need to right you know and it'd right. be fine. So like it like it was a huge weight off of my shoulder. And so like now I'm kind of just trying to develop some sort of game plan. I'm thinking about maybe leaving the city. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just like starting fresh and like just getting all the stank off me. You're you know? free. Yeah. Yeah. I just can. And so yeah, you can do whatever you want now. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. I've, I've been doing these movies now. Those have been fun. What have you been doing? Movies. I was in a horror film actually. Oh, nice. Called uh, Campground: The Requel from Studio Six Hundred Five. Nice. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I played a ghost hunter named Lawrence. It got me an IMDb page and all that stuff. That's really cool. So I wouldn't have been able to do that if I were dinged. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to do another project with them called Cinematic Reality. And uh, the writer was Facebook messaging me the other day. And he's like, at first I was going to be like some bit role. Yeah. But he said that he's been working on it and he expanded my role to be like a more prominent feature in the film. So Awesome, man. So that's cool. And it's also a script that I wrote back in college it's like a short film it's called i love Mackenzie reynolds and i sent it to him just because i wanted somebody to read it yeah and he seemed to enjoy it a lot and he showed it to the rest of the studio and so they're they want to make that awesome a reality as well that's cool man yeah so then there's that and there's comedy and there's just there's so much of life to love and i just want to be able to do that openly and freely dude what about i mean just the truth will set you free to some degree. You know what I mean? Being yeah. honest and being with what happened and getting setting things right. Kind yeah. of that liberation of now, you know, the damage is done. You got the DUI on your record. You got, you know what I mean, your suspended license. But now it's right. there's nothing to hide and you can pursue everything. Yeah. And this, that's you should, but that's maybe what it is. Yeah. It, it sounds like trite, but I mean, every great work of art is derived from something much more basic that has been around forever and it's been around forever because it's true exactly man that's so good that is you know what you've really inspired me to tell my landlord about my cat it's 250 bucks it's a lot of money but you know at the same time i know i'm gonna feel so much more relieved when i tell him that yeah you won't have to worry about it yeah it's right set you free yeah man how uh has your comedy changed at all yeah, I've been writing from a much edgier place. I don't want to say that like in like a it's like oh I'm some edgy comic. Yeah, like, I talk but, about abortion. Yeah, yeah, like the, all that truth that I hadn't been telling. Yeah, it started to leak out in my art. Yeah, which I think is cool. I think I mean I think I'm better now than I've ever been. At least I think everybody should feel that way. Yeah, I mean in terms of like just comedy. Not yeah, like, you should you always know, be getting better. Yeah, and I feel like it something like kind of unlocked in my brain. To where, like, I don't want to hold back anymore at all. And I think yeah. this kind of goes along with what we were just talking about. Just, like, uh-huh. setting the truth absolutely free. Yeah. And if I'm going to, like, it's fun to, like, have people enjoy what you do. But if I'm really going to enjoy it myself, I have to, like, for real be in tune with myself and be talking about things that actually affect me and that I believe in. And, like, I said, like, I write a lot. Yeah. 
And like the things I've been writing recently, I'm feeling really good about. And honestly, I think a lot of it stemmed from this horrific experience. Yeah, man. So that's cool. I think that's awesome. I think especially, I mean, we're we're back into comedy and that's awesome. But that's, I I think for comedy, it comes from a place of vulnerability and truth. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you're spending three years um, in this thing that's on your mind so much, this fear, um, such it takes a lot of your mental space. So when you're writing comedy and you're not mentioning anything that's really this huge part of your life is this fear, it's got to be, your comedy's not going to be as good. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but you're going to, you liberate it and you say, whoa, holy smokes, I have all this stuff that I can finally talk about. Yeah, anything else. <laughs> yeah. You can be you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's cool, dude. Tight. I feel like I'm well, unlocking some stuff today. Yeah, man. I'm glad. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> crazy that you're, you know, you haven't really, I mean, how do you bring the stuff up? Yeah. I mean, by the way, <laughs> I'm yeah. on the lamb. Right. Because <laughs> this is a good, con- I feel like this is a good context to talk about these sort of things because you don't. It, there's really not any other context where you can say, I really want to talk about this experience I had that is a major part of my life. Right. You know, when you're eating dinner with someone or at a party, yeah. it's not... You're just soapboxing at that point. Yeah. It's like, yo, I got to eat hors d'oeuvres over with that guy right now. So, right. <laughs> to be continued. Right. And people are probably going to be a lot more judgy in a context as visceral as the one you just described. Yeah. They're sitting across the table. I'm like, what the hell is right. wrong with this, this guy? guy. <laughs> then you see, yeah. He's a real psycho. Right. <laughs> VA is what insane. Is the, yeah. What now, is the cop's number? Right? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Dude, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's done now. You're yeah. you. You're insane, and everyone's gonna know now. Perfect. You're crazy. Oh, You're, hello uh, world. It's me it now. Is. Now it's uh, now you don't have to talk about. It. Just be like, listen yeah. to the podcast, man. I explained yeah. it there. Yep. Let's rip off the fake mustache, and then this is just me now. Yep. Is this even real? Check it's it out. It's not even <laughs> real. That's the old me. That's scared VA. Dude, the the weirdest part, like I said, like I dated a couple girls like during that stretch, and they had no idea. No idea. Which How many to years sh- were the relationships? Oh, I know. Years. That's funny. It's just like or months. were they? You know, it's just yeah. like like the longest was probably like five months or something like that. a five month or. But yeah. that's still a long time, like for nobody to really ask shit about you. You know what I mean? You think with five months? How does it never come months, up? I don't know. I've never really had a she real knew long I wasn't driving. Yeah. yeah, she knew I wasn't driving. She never questioned it. She never questioned it. Not once. She didn't give a shit about you. No, oh, whatever. She yeah. let me inside her, so that was tight. There you go. Uh, tight was a poor choice. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> She'll listen to this. No, she no. won't. She definitely won't. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, she might. You know, anyway. Yeah, it's you just, need to tell, let everyone know that she right, was tight. I'm, I'm going to tag her on this. Yes, do it. First of all, you were tight. Okay, it was good. Um, Say your name. I I'm won't just kidding. Do that. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> ah. I, yeah I don't. I would, I would have to bleep it out, yeah, and it takes right. a long time. And yeah. I don't want to do that. So. I can't rip off the mustache that hard. Yeah, don't. No, she's a good girl, whoever she was. Um, but yeah. it's weird though that you're you have like a secret, and then that'll probably affect the relationships too when you're like hiding such. a big part of your absolutely life man i can't just completely give myself to someone no because they can right they could people don't keep secrets well man nope you know that's true i think that is a weird thing though because it's even a five-month relationship there's things you can't if you really don't want people knowing don't tell a girl you've been seeing for five months right they'll tell yeah. And I'm not saying girls. I'm saying dudes, anyone. too. Yeah, anyone. We're, we're, if you told me something, like if you were trying to tell, well, I probably wouldn't tell anyone because <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm a good person. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever that means, right? It means I'm uh, morally higher than most people. No, oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like on a different level than everyone else. and Yeah. Like a, like a deity of Child sorts. of God. Yeah, got it. Uh, lamb. Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the lamb. You are a lamb. Right. Yes. Exactly. All right. We're, we're clear. Got it. Okay. If you have, do you have anything that you would want to, like, tips for anyone, you know? Uh, Other than, like like you said, just, you know, truth will set you free. Be honest with who you are. Yeah. Tips. Uh, be honest all the time. Yeah. Don't make anybody guess. <laughs> 
Wait, how exactly? I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I've been like a really like straightforward person. I think honestly, wow, the more I think about this, like people that I work with mostly will tell you this, like I'm, I'm a real straight shooter. Okay. And I like that stuff was still going on and, but they didn't know that. So I think to overcompensate for the fact that I couldn't talk about that, I was completely honest about everything else that I would talk to people about. Because, all right, you overcompensated in the honesty department. I think so. And huh. it, some people loved it and some people hated it, but, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. But as long as you're honest, you at least know what to expect. Truth hurts sometimes. Yeah. And beyond that, I um, I, I want to encourage everybody to just be excellent okay. in, in anything that you do. Just do it the best that you can. Make yourself happy. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. People are going to try to tell you differently all the time. Yeah. And make your own set of consequences your own. Yeah. See what really hurts you, what doesn't. And one thing I've been telling people a lot, which really is not really related to what I was just talking about, but since I'm, I'm sitting in front of a microphone right now. Yeah, go for it. I just want to encourage people to just put themselves into everything that they do and just mean it and want it. Because I feel that everything that you do is a mark of your character, no matter if it's something that you plan on doing for the rest of your life or not. Yeah. You never know when you're just going to meet somebody who goes, oh, yeah, I worked with this person back there, and he was the best damn dishwasher we ever had, you know? Yeah. Just everything you do is a mark of your character. So just do it and do it well and be excellent at it. That's, that's a, yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah, be, do it, do it hard. Yeah. People can tell. Yeah. Even if you're not good at it, if you're doing it hard. Right. People will notice. Yeah, just try. And don't deuce on other people either. Yeah, don't poop on people. No, I'm, yeah, nope. Cut it out. Let's play <laughs> Right. And go for it. Yeah, there's like. It's rude not to. Yeah, there's forums. You can probably find people that are down with that. Oh, yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, I'm not on the. Oh, Too Drunk, Too Loud. And I'm doing that show again. No word. With uh, Mr. Kyle Jeffers. And Tyrone Hawkins is headlining. It's uh, the last Tuesday of this month. Oh, damn. I should have had a date for this ready. But, um, oh, I'll put it on the front. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. For sure. I plug that show all the time. Yeah. It's a Gary v- was on yeah. last episode. So, yeah. 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 Gary's a super nice dude. I just met him through that. Um, yeah. This is like my, damn, it's like the third, fourth time doing that show. Third time. Yeah, dude. I like it a lot. It's fun. I've been. It's yeah. pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That's, uh, the most recent Horizon. Cool. And, um, that movie stuff will come out when it does. But yeah, Campground the Requel. Check, uh, keep checking for that. They're basically working for a distribution deal right now to where they can like maybe get on like Netflix or like Redbox and stuff like that. Awesome. Uh, but you can like go to YouTube right now and you can check out the trailer for it. Sweet. I'll plug uh, it at the front too. Yeah, there you go. Right on, man. Got a movie star in our midst. Uh, um, yes, a movie actor. Yeah. <laughs> That's tight, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, thanks a lot, VA. Thank you, Joey. All right, later. Wait.